Please listen carefully. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Hypothetical Siblings, episode number 30, might I add. Thank you very much. Uh, my name is Lainey. My name is Nick. And, uh, hi. Howdy. I really wanted to jump in there and say, like, some fancy word for the 30th of something. Oh, I don't have that word. I was going to say, I, <laughs> I, do you know that I word? Don't, I don't I know don't that know word. it at all, and I... I wanted to say tricentennial, but that's 300. Mm-hmm. Let's just pretend. No. Because <laughs> maybe there will be a day where there is a 300th episode of this podcast. Oh. Now, granted, if we're doing every week, that's four years okay, from now. I just want to interrupt you and say, why did I think I had to be 300 years old for that? <laughs> I don't know. Is it because you, you're dumb? You maybe. S- you said that, and I was like... Well, I was going to talk in an old person voice, thought that was stupid, so I didn't, and I'm glad, because it wasn't even right. So I really like that one of the things about this podcast is that we are just violently honest as we're recording it. You know, we don't do the little bonus clips where it's like, ah, I, you know, you talk about it afterwards or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, developer interview type thing, but... We'll just say what we were thinking and then why we didn't say that because we thought it was dumb, Mm -hmm. which I'm it's got to be madness to listen to. Yeah. Well, it's like when I was, uh, let's see, let's see, 19, 18, 19 years old. And I told my friend that we would be 100 for the um, year 3000. You know, you're probably the smartest dumb person I know. Or like one no, day. No, you know what? You're the dumbest smart person I know. Okay, because you are a fair. smart person, but we are fucking stupid I'm, sometimes. I'm also really gullible, which is horrible. A certain naivete. Mm-hmm. I like one time my coworker and I were running to get coffee at lunch, and I was like, "Do you want me to drive, or you want to drive?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, my car's a one seater, so you know." And I was like, what? "Oh my bad, yeah, no worries, I can drive." And she was like, "Lady." A one-seater? You fell well, for that? A so, one-seater? I don't know. Like, I, I kind of find myself in the same position, though, because people will say shit like that to me, and I just don't think of it as... Like, I don't think that they're fucking with me, especially if they say it normally. Because, like, that's a thing that you can do. Like, people take the seats out of their cars to make it lighter so it go faster. Now, I mean, I guess. that is a rare thing. Yeah. I have encountered that exactly one time in my life, but that's a thing that happens. Right. Or I was thinking a race car, too, and I was like, what, are we in NASCAR now? God, I hope so. <laughs> I hope not. Praise hell, praise <laughs> Dale, baby. No, yes, I want to be a part of the NASCAR fandom. I'm doing it through cars. <laughs> wait, wait, what is... The movie cars. No, I, I understand the movie cars, but why... What do you mean through that movie? Like, I don't want to support NASCAR. Not, not that I have anything, like... Actually, against it, I don't know. A couple things against NASCAR. But, but. like, I'm just not into it. But if I had to get into it, it would be through the movie Cars. But I don't understand what you mean, get into it through Cars. Like, Like, I don't want to support... you just watch Cars a whole lot and (laughs) pretend that you're into NASCAR? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Piston 300 or whatever it is. Is that what it's called? (laughs) The Piston Cup. The Piston Cup. Mm -hmm. The Piston 300. Yeah, you got it. Piston Cup. He did what in his cup? (laughs) 
Yeah, uh, for the for those of you listening, we're in a weird mood right now. It's kind of late. Um, I'm a little bit burned out from a barbecue that I'd been at for most of the day before I came over here to record. Um, I had my first red beer, which uh, is a beer, but you put sometimes just tomato juice, which seems gross. Gross, but when you do it with Bloody Mary mix and it's got all sorts of fun like pepper and uh, you know whatever else you put in Bloody Mary mix, because I'm not really sure. I just buy the bottle. That's pretty good. Uh, And then followed it up with mimosas. So my head kind of hurts. Nick was crazy today. Yeah, we get a little Um, wild with the boys. I have no excuse. I I mean, Dad and I did go watch Return of the King, um, the last Lord of the Rings movie, in theaters today because they were doing flashback cinema. And the movie was started at 1.30. And I looked at my phone at the end at 5:45. So, uh yeah, I mean there was like right. no, that's trailers like three and, and some stuff change. Like yeah, 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 yeah. So, if um, you're doing like proper extended edition, that's correct. Mm-hmm. So, I was roll tired after that, probably yeah. just from from sitting. sitting in the same place, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. then you come home and we do more sitting and more Lord of the Rings watching. Right. Yeah, I've done a lot of Lord of the Rings today, which I'm not mad about. No, that's I- absolutely it, okay. But. Yes. Well, especially so we've been watching The Rings of Power, uh which is a pretty darn good tv show i understand that there are definitely you know people online are saying that they don't like it or whatever it is or or a lot of people are saying that i shouldn't say everyone is saying that um and you got to filter out the people that don't like it just because they're racist because they're like elf can't be black or dwarf can't be black and i'm like why do you have enough energy to give a shit about what color a dwarf is and also it's an elf it doesn't exist you don't know yeah yeah like it's not like I don't know. You seen all that shit uh, about don't erase my history with Ariel and the Confederate flag? Oh my god, no. Oh yeah, because everyone's pissed that the live action Ariel is black. Because Uh, of course they are. Yeah. Well, again, I say everyone. There are a select few who are very loud about being angry. Um, But then there's all these like crazy ass Confederate flags with like Ariel in the middle of it. Like the animated one. And it's like, don't erase my history. And like, this is my culture and shit like that. Mm. And I was like, bro, the Disney movie is not your culture. Literally, like, you d- do not give a shit about... Your culture is not a Danish fish person. Yeah, well, and like, you did you pretend to ever care, care about Ariel before? Like, you don't actually care. You're no, just no. racist and mad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Stay, stay mad and die racist. <laughs> So true. So true. The ultimate evolution of stay mad and die poor, which has become a favorite saying of my friends and I, is now stay mad and die Die racist. racist. (laughs) Oh, God. So, I mean, you're running the show, so do you want to ask, like, what I did with my week, or should I ask you? Um, I, what did I do this week? I had a crazy week. Yeah, I'm me. taking control is what I'm doing. Yeah, take control, yeah. <laughs> do it. Yeah, no, you're in charge of this one. That's you. I, it's about week four of school this semester, and that means test week. So I had two tests this week and um, one on Monday, and oh, I stayed. Shit, I might have a test tomorrow. <laughs> good. That's, that's a good revelation good. to have at fucking nine o'clock. Yeah, good, great. Sorry, continue. Um, but no, I. Uh, I stayed at school probably until seven every day this week, at least. Um, wow. So you're real. I guess because you have like a full course load. Yeah. Whereas easing myself back into it, I don't. 
So you have like lots of tests. I had my one test this last week. And then I, can I have a quick, I don't know, I had other stuff going, like labs and things like that. But Yeah, and I um, I kind of have a hard, I feel like my classes this semester are, are sort of rough, so I feel like I'm trying really hard to, like, maintain a good GPA and all that garbage, so. Um, yeah, all that garbage of being a good student. <laughs> Bunch of horse shit. <laughs> so I had a, oh, I learned about Niagara Falls. Do you want to hear about it? Not mm. Niagara Falls but rather about people who went over the side of it. Or did I tell you? I Why? Mean, so I don't, you've said what your major is on this, on this podcast. Is that a I, thing you want to reveal? I don't know if I've said. All right. Um, your major does not lead me to believe that you should. Oh, be I didn't le- learn about it in class. Oh, you just learned about it. Mm-hmm. You're walking down the street and some stranger was like, Hey, <laughs> not a stranger, my friend. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. Lay it on us. Um, so lots of people have tried to go over Niagara Falls in various crafts, barrels, kayaks, which the kayak one was stupid. Which kind of feels like a, a passive suicide move because mm-hmm. they're like, I either pull this off or I get a die, you know? Right. Well, so no, lots of daredevils do it. What is being a daredevil besides being a professional at passive suicide? Yeah, I mean, that's that's actually a good point. Like, what's the fucking the guy that jumped the Grand Canyon or whatever, and he had the white cape and the little boots? Evil yeah. Knievel. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> I literally well, that's don't the know. trouble is I don't know his name, right? So clearly, you know, but whatever. Right. Um, but so the two no- most notable ones in my mind are a man who um, he was a professional daredevil, so like did this for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, Which. Is, do you sell tickets for that? Like, right. why yeah. is that How a profession? You, yeah, exactly. Do you get sponsored? Great question. I have no clue. Okay. I mean, I'm sure probably sponsor. Well, in like, the modern era, that's how it would work. But, like, mm-hmm. when are we talking? Because if this is, like, 1930, I don't think you get sponsored to be a daredevil. It definitely was, like, in the 19... Mm, like, probably 60s, 70s. That, it may be false, though. Nobody fact check it. Just trust me. So, <laughs> I and I apologize, too, because I don't know his name. Um, my friend just told me about this. this. I guess I took everything you, that she had to say at face value. I was going to say, remember when we were just so. talking about the naivety, <laughs> yeah. na- naivete a little bit earlier, <laughs> but right? But it's more like, fun to believe it. Okay, listen. So It's more fun to believe fake news. So he, <laughs> about this. So he uh, commissioned a rubber company to build a large rubber ball for him. Um, and they reinforced it with like steel bars um, just so he could go over Niagara Falls. So it's a big you, rubber on the outside. Do you outside. not take the rubber factor away when you line it with steel bars? Because now the rubber I, can't flex. Well, I, I don't listen. I don't know. All right, sorry. I keep interrupting, and infor- it, yeah, I shouldn't give enough of a shit at all. Like <laughs> you just say whatever into the microphone. <laughs> just continue. And then, so he went over the side, made it. The only injury he had was that his wristwatch. Uh, hit him on the forehead, which, like, why are you wearing a watch, right? Because it's the 1960s. <laughs> a gentleman is never fully dressed without his wristwatch. smile. Also that, sure, yeah. No, Annie says that. Who is Annie? The musical Annie? The animal crackers in my soup type no, Annie? No, that? that's Shirley Temple. Oh, sure, whatever. <laughs> Fucking. I don't know no, musical Annie's theater. No, the little we redhead 
orphan. Yeah. Yeah. Little orphan Annie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm aware of her existence. Animal crackers in my soup. I don't know. I just got my brain poisoned <laughs> by all those years of infomercials of like the whole collection of whatever to the fuck. To be fair, that that's was. a great commercial. That is a good commercial. Yeah. For no other reason than it holds like a place in my mind forever. Rent yeah. free. Rent just free. that just specifically. Mm-hmm. That little girl. Because I don't know her name. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the film I'm was pretty called. pretty sure it's Shirley Temple, but I could I be believe wrong. you. No, I believe Shirley Temple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would not have been able to conjure that information, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and it's just, all I remember is her with that black guy dancing. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And they looked so happy. And they're having a great time. Mm-hmm. And then I remember her walking down the aisle doing the animal crackers in my soup. And that is all that I remember. I remember she was wearing a really fluffy pink dress that I wanted. And that was all. I respect that. Respect the drip. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah. So, so. his wristwatch dinks him in the forehead because mm-hmm. he fell off a waterfall. But that's like the only, that's the only injury he has, right? Which is really good. And then um, a couple months later, he dies. What? But he dies by slipping on an orange peel and falling down. He breaks his leg. And it gets infected, and the infection is what kills him. <laughs> you are a professional daredevil. You live over the side of Niagara Falls in an orange peel. My, kills I have, you. So I have a lot of questions here. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be able to answer any. Yeah, of them, but I, I need, I need, the, I need to voice them. them to the world to get them out of my mm-hmm. head. First, orange people, orange people. Yes, <laughs> no, orange, orange peels. Understandably. Pretty slippery, especially if you put your full mm-hmm. body weight on them, right? Because mm-hmm. we're also talking like 1960s shoes that probably have no traction. Mm-hmm. Yep, true, true. So you slip on an orange people peel. Why not orange <laughs> people, bro? Nick's trying to talk yeah. about Oompa Loompas hey, right now. You know, whatever. <laughs> uh, you slip on an orange peel. I guess that's understandable. Where did you slip <laughs> on an orange peel? Yeah, who didn't was clean the, up their orange like peel? A, Full ass Looney Tunes like construction worker on a high rise right. peels his orange and then just throws the peel off. And then someone with a slide whistle makes a little tune as you eat shit. Yeah. Well, you know what? So and then my other thing is <laughs> as a daredevil, do you let the world know that that's what killed you? Right. Well, I mean it's it's a, it's a, or in do the you, world. Or do it's you take my body and put it in the rubber ball and do it again off Niagara and mm. be like, ah, he's dead. Oh, no, you he's know? dead. Yeah. Because I, I go back and forth between, like, I want people to think that my death was this crazy, maybe heroic thing, right? Uh, or it's like, no, I want you to, like, make it look like I tripped on a banana peel and, like, busted my brain open. Depends when I die. So if you die now, you want mm-hmm. hero death or do you want banana peel death? Hero death. And then if you're old, you want banana peel death? Yep. Why? Because I think, well, that's what I'm saying. I think it's fucking hilarious if you go banana peel death. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. So if, you know, all my friends, if they're like, oh, my God, Nick's fucking dead. Holy shit, what happened? Oh, he slipped on a banana peel and died. Like, I, you know, there'll be a couple of them that are like, yeah, no, that tracks. Right. Yeah, Yeah, that's. But like, like, okay, it it takes away from the hilarity if you're too young. Because it's it's so sad when young people die. More sad, I should say. When do you stop being a young person for dying? Or is it just as long as you're not, like, old? I mean, it's just below the the median age. (laughs) Or mean age. Isn't the mean age, like, 40, probably? Oh, my God, no! 
Why? It's higher than that. Why? Because people live longer. Well, no, but I'm saying mean age, right? So of all the everyone, because there's a lot fewer 80-year-olds than there are, like, five-year-olds, right? But even between 80 and zero, because there's a couple of hundreds that'll drag that number up a little bit. But I feel like 40 is probably pretty close. No. Nah. It's if higher. Any, no. I yeah. think if anything, it's mm-hmm. lower. No. Then 40 years yeah. old? Yeah. Because think about how Our many... Our mean age expectancy is not... Life expectancy, first of all. Second of all, we're not talking about life expectancy. Semantics. We're talking about... I thought you meant like people on the planet. What? I thought we were talking about the mean age of people on the planet, not oh, like when you oh, die. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, yeah, the yeah. average person does not die at 40 because this is not the 1300s. <laughs> That's why I was confused. No, 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 I was no. like, Nick, you can't believe that yeah, no, people I'm, die. I'm the not mean stupid. I'm just confused. It's 40. God, put that put on, on a sticker. Yeah. No, fuck a sticker. What? Why? I don't know. Stickers are kind of lame. Okay, my other said, friend. Talk about the daredevil thing. Oh, yeah. And then he just slips. Is that the whole thing? He slips on an orange peel and, and dies? dies. There's a second guy, though. That is so, also a daredevil? Yes. In the okay. 30s, yeah. he goes over the edge of Niagara Falls in a barrel, which, you know. I mean, it's the 30s. Right. And in, he's in a steel barrel because that's how you survive. That's Wooden how barrels you don't. die, but inside the barrel. That's you know? exactly what happened. So <laughs> he, he falls over the edge intentionally in this barrel. He fought, survives the initial fall. Which, bad. But the barrel gets stuck in the rocks. And it's obviously sealed because water and, you know, the fall. Yeah. Um, they aren't able to find him slash get him out in enough time. And he suffocates in the barrel. Wow. But the reason that the story is notable is because for good luck, he brought his turtle, Sonny Boy, over 100 years old, inside the barrel. Sonny Boy lived. Of course he did. (laughs) That motherfucker didn't live 100 years to be killed by an idiot going over a waterfall. Literally. Sonny Boy is like, well, first of all, it's got to be a tortoise, not a turtle, right? Yeah, it's a tortoise, yeah. Um. On the other hand, that feels like a good way to bludgeon yourself to death with Sunny Boy falling off a fucking waterfall. True. But Sunny Boy is the only tortoise that we know of who has gone over Niagara Falls and lived, at least in a barrel. So, congrats to him. He's dead now because. Why? Because he was over 100 years older than the 30s. Do we have an upper age limit on tortoises yet? I thought I think we had the like the oldest an ang- one is like two hundred something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Sunny Boy, if he was a hundred, then could totally be alive now. Yeah, but I looked it up and he's not. That's a shame. So fuckers. I know. I the know. Goddamn fuckers killed Sunny Boy. <laughs> killed Sunny Boy. I want boy. someone to answer for this. <laughs> Where is his line? I would like to see if his future generation has continued. Yeah, yeah the the line of Sunny Boy. Mm-hmm. Sunny Boys. <laughs> So. The Sunny Boys, if you will. Boys. B-O-I-S. So it's yeah. to be gender inclusive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that was the most notable ones. There's some pretty good history about it if you're interested. Lots of barrels, lots of people doing stupid things. Um, it's pretty interesting. So would highly recommend falling into that rabbit hole. Of just talking about people tr- flinging themselves off waterfalls. Is Niagara the yeah. largest waterfall in the world? Or is I it- don't know. I, I thought so. there was one in China that was like really large, not necessarily taller, but like wider. Like there was oh. more waterfall. Yeah, maybe just wasn't as high. Yeah. Also, did you know Niagara Falls 
is in like it spans America and Canada. Yeah, it's up like New York type way, right? I, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. It is. Yeah, it is New York because my friend mm-hmm. just went there, which is why we were talking about it. Do people go? I guess people do go to Niagara Falls. I mean, so, it, that I wasn't know, like the sole go, purpose for like, the trip. Yeah, I'd like to go, but like, I'm not going to travel all the way across the country just to see a fucking waterfall. Right, but maybe that's right. what's wrong with today's youth. Yeah. I, well, no, I've heard there's not a lot to do there. You just look at it. Yeah. What do you? Well, fling yourself off of it is kind of the, right. the option, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there's been a couple uh, failed suicide attempts, and but that's not in like public record. What? What kind of? That's a like, cosmic message. That's what I'm saying. Like, what kind of religious experience do you have where you try to kill yourself, throwing yourself off Niagara Falls, and you don't die? Right. Like, even if you come out the other side pretty banged up, like, how do you not see that as, like, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe we're, again, we have a, a tendency, as per the nature of this podcast, to kind of give in to magical thinking and stuff like that. So if you're not a spiritual person or anything like that, I mean, so be it. But it really feels to me like if you try that hard to kill yourself and you are prevented or mm-hmm. fail, feels like the, something's going on, right? Yeah, I yeah. agree. I mean, the sure, you can call it a statistical anomaly, but isn't that just as amazing? Like, if it's one in a million chance, isn't that just as impressive as if some higher power is saying, hey, you deserve to be here? Yeah, true. Like, I think that's cool too i think regardless oh to be a statistical anomaly (laughs) no i think often it's a bad thing (laughs) i just kind of want to be the only person in the world with this disease congrats we don't know what it is you have 10 days (laughs) yeah i also had a week oh yes enlighten me um so obviously today i had my my buddy's barbecue and Got a little roasty toasty, but it was nice because that group of friends that I was with, uh, it was the four of us. I had not seen all of them together in, I think, so what we worked it out, because one of them was saying that he had never been in the same room physically as both of the other two. Oh. Which we quickly decided was false, but the last time that all four of us were together in the same room was March at my St. Patrick's Day party. Damn. Which... Gets into the memes about, like, adult relationships, and it's like, hey, man, you want to hang out this week? And they're like, no. Okay, what about November? Seriously. You know? Uh, and it was just nice, because, I mean, we all have a good time together. I like all of us being together, and it's just something that doesn't get to happen very frequently. So that was nice. Um, me and my roommate have also been watching Andor, the new Star oh, Wars show. Oh, how are you liking that? The first two episodes, nothing happens. It's all set up. Did you appreciate it anyway? Yes, but only in the retrospect of having now seen the third episode and having, like, information, I guess, to, like, the reason that they were setting up all of these characters and you have to know who all of these people are and things like that. So when shit gets weird, right, um, it deals with a very new Star Wars concept to Disney canon. It was not a very new concept in Legends canon, right? So all the stuff that was written before Disney took over. But it is dealing with the control that the big corporations that exist in the Empire exert over the mid and outer rim worlds, right? Where the Empire can't really reach that far, so it relies on the corporations to not just run the business and stuff like that and the mines and all this but also have their own private police force 
Oh my god. And so one of the plot lines is following a character who is part of the corporation and part of this police force. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and there's lots of like weird, not not weird per se, but there's a lot of not imagery, but reference to like the IRA, like the Irish Republican Army, like resisting the black and tans and stuff Damn. like that. Um, so there's a part in, I guess, very light spoilers. Like I will not talk about what's happening, but um, when the the corpo cops come and land on the planet that the characters are on, all of the locals start to freak out because they're like, eh, I haven't really seen you guys here in a while. Like usually when the corpo cops some, there's some bad shit about to happen. Yeah. And so everyone starts like shuttering the front of their shops and stuff like that. But as soon as they start to see him walk into town, there's a bunch of uh, like hanging bells and scrap pieces of metal that are just hung up and people go and just start rapping on them. So there's just this big like noise going on through the whole town. And just as a like psychological thing. So it's an alarm, first of all, to say, hey, they're here. Second of all, it's a psychological thing to the corpo cops because they're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then they have it set so that after a while of the alarm all going, they all stop at the same time and then it's just silent. Ooh, so you totally get used to it and then you're yeah. like, why and, did they stop? And then what's the reason, yeah. right? So like one of the characters is getting kind of shaken down by the corpo cops and they're like, what the fuck is that? And trying to get her to tell him what it is. And she's like, oh, you shouldn't be worried about the sound. You should be worried when it stops. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you right? just gave me chills. Totally. So... <laughs> Um, pretty cool stuff happening there. I mean, it's not in this very, you know, big hero man Star Wars energy where it's like chosen one type shit, which yeah. I kind of like that we're in this era of Star Wars where it's like, if you just move the camera over to where the shit matters is not happening. Right. You know, mm -hmm. like what is just random low stakes bullshit adventures, which is, I think what's been good about the Mandalorian and Boba Fett and stuff like that. Um, I'm not going to say that I didn't like Obi-Wan, but it's it's Obi-Wan and Darth Vader and all of, like... Right, main characters. There's nobody yeah, new, nothing it, well, and to discover. Well, there's such low stakes because you know all of these characters have to live to go be in the movies later. Right. Whereas that with too, yeah. Andor or Mando or Boba, it's like literally anyone's fair fucking game, you know? So when someone gets stabbed or shot, you're like, no, that's a real knife, you right, know? right. That's like the same with Rings of Power right now where, you know, you oh, yeah, have Galadriel I mean, yeah, and you have Galadriel Elrond and Elrond, but then everyone else. But right? yeah, right. That's I mean, true. That's true. There's like a fair amount of, but, but you know that certain people have to fulfill this destinies right. like Isildur. You're like, okay, I know when you die. Right, right, right. Um, so, so I do sort of like that, uh, new character, what anything could happen. Isildur doesn't view. even get like a good death. My boy just gets shot in a river. Literally. And, which, and you know he what? also like makes the biggest mistake like, ever. Literally the biggest mistake in, ever. In the whole, like in his age, yeah. basically. Yeah. Well, cause is that, that's the end of the second age. End of the second age. Battle, so, right? so I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So technically, I mean, if the show goes on long enough, we could get to see that. Which, Which would is kind of be fucking cool. Sick. Yeah. I would like to see that. Yeah. Oh, what else? Watch TV. Uh, I went on a, I guess, quote unquote, field trip for one of my labs this week, um, which I thought we were going to go get to shoot dart guns, uh, which we did not. Oh, lame. My friend yeah. was telling me about that. Um, but I think that's maybe a later lab, and I was just mm. confused about when it was actually happening. Um, but they used to do net guns, and she is 
stopped doing net guns, the professor has, because you literally use like a shotgun blank, basically. And so when you shoot it, it sounds like a shotgun. And so for the morning lab, she would always call the local police department and be like, hey, I'm doing this. Don't think that someone has a shotgun. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then for the morning class, it's fine. And then for the afternoon class, the cops always show up and are like, what the fuck's going on here? You know? Yeah. So they switched over to dart guns for that lab. Uh, But what we did this week was uh, telemetry, which is tracking radio callers on animals with like the antenna and the receiver and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. That's sick, yeah. And then the other one was game cameras and like how those are used in wildlife type stuff, which is neat. But like I work at unnamed sports retailer, so I I know. And they're talking (laughs) about like infrared flash and stuff like that and what a big... Because if you have, you know, bright flash at animal during night, it just runs away. Right. Whereas infrared flash that it can't see doesn't startle the animal. So you get a lot more pictures and you get a lot better pictures, yeah. right? Um, But on this field trip, we were in like a, it's a wildlife study area, a nature study area, right? Um, But <laughs> we're on a walk through it and there's a part where there's a, a log bridge. And a log bridge is like a very generous term because it is not a bridge made out of logs like that are manufactured it's like four logs that are just kind of put together to cross a stream literally log literal log bridge right lincoln log as they were going across because we're two separate groups so i was not in the group where this happened but they were going across it and this girl just slipped and biffed it and just full up in the stream oh and had only done half the lab, so she still had to stay to do the other half of the lab. Oh, no. But thankfully, like other girls, he's like, here's a towel, here's an extra pair of pants that you can wear, and shit like this. Oh. But I'm like, is that not just the worst day? That is the because worst day. Because you feel day. embarrassed that you slipped, and now you have to hang around. Right. Oh, I felt so bad. Oh. I was not there to see it, but I was like, and then everyone's going over the bridge in our group, and we had heard about this happening. And we're, like, shuffling very slowly, (laughs) right? Well, and I'm worried about my knee anyway, because even if I slip and don't fall, I'm like, let's just go to the hospital. You know what I mean? straight away, literally. Uh, But then after that, that whole area was all wet and muddy, and so we were kind of slipping and sliding. And my knee was not hurt, but afterwards was sore Sore. because it was putting a lot of pressure on, like, keeping it stable, you know, so. Knees are so fucked. What... (laughs) I mean, my my left one is, but what do you... Just poorly engineered. Are you saying that God's immaculate design <laughs> is not enough for you? You fucking heretic? Yes, I would like to float. Vision? I, I, can, I can leave the floating. Well, I think that's kind of a cool thing, like a party trick to just like be hanging out in the ceiling or whatever. On the ceiling, not in the ceiling. Marceline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play Play bass guitar while you float through the air. Uh, I would much rather have, like, standard flight. You know? Like, the, not not floating, where I kind of just hover and bob around and stuff, but I want powered flight. But wouldn't you say that many of the characters who float are able to fly? Marceline's yeah, able not, to fly. They're, like, they're not... You You don't always have full flight just because you can float. Yes, true. You know, it's to bring it back to a D&D example, it's Tensor's floating disc, which lets you levitate off the ground like a foot and a half versus flying. I do actually have dreams where I'm floating, trying to fly, and sometimes I get the altitude, and but then I like fall back down, and I mm-hmm. don't like crash, but I do 
I can only levitate. Mm-hmm. So, so I get that. Cool. But yeah, that's um, cool. Well, I'm trying to wrap it up because we're at 31:30 here. Oh Jesus! Yeah, we just sit here and bullshit for the whole everything. We're so good at bullshitting. We're we are professional bullshitters, we might say. I mean, we haven't been paid for this yet. No. Uh, and especially since I let the subscription run while we weren't doing this podcast, <laughs> we're technically like three hundred dollars in the hole. Yeah, yeah. But who's what counting? What are you gonna do? At some point, we'll sell shirts, and then we right. will be immediately in the black. Right. Um, okay, so topic this week. Um, the idea is you are living in society as it were God, in the moment. what a fucking hypothetical. <laughs> I'm not living in goddamn society. This is horseshit. And people can't even put their shopping carts back. You call this a fucking society? <laughs> yeah, who does that? But anyway, um, it is found. Now, I don't know how. Uh, we haven't discussed the minutia oh, you, of how to... you're in charge to... of this shit. You fucking decide. You well, big decide. I, I would rather have a conversation about it. So, the idea is that a magical race reveals themselves. So, first of all, what qualifies as a magical race? Because was... that could sound like there is a race that... Like, what if we found out that white people could do magic? Like, that's a magical oh. race, right? No, we're talking about, like, no. a fantasy race. Yeah, like I'm a... talking about elves, mermaids, mm-hmm. gnomes... Mm-hmm. Etc. Bigfoots. So, so let's have two parts to this conversation. I don't want to totally steal the the control of the thing from you, but let's both of us select a race and then talk through how that would go. So, do you want to go first? Yeah. No. You know. <laughs> yeah. I you do know. know. I'm I choosing mermaids, of yeah. course. Okay. Uh, so, first of all, speak to me about what real mermaid morphology would look like. Okay. So, I guess it depends what sort of mermaids they are. Um, because if you are following sort of um, sea creature, you know, I don't know, look, morphology. Morphology, yeah, oh, physiology. Look at us, morphology. Yeah. Um, we know animal things. Yeah, then, um, you know, if they're deep sea creatures, then they're scary. They're like anglerfish, disgusting, Goblin weird, shark? Literally goblin shark mermaid. Like, that's disgusting. <laughs> Pale white skin, like claws they've got. You know, probably don't have hair because that wouldn't be, you know, hydrodynamic. Is that is that okay? Um, you know, they're all about the drift down at the bottom. Yeah. Um, but if they are more shallowly, yeah, like a like a luca. Yeah, Yeah. then they would for sure have more melanin because you need to be able to, you know, get away from the sun. Yeah. Assuming that they have. human-ish skin, but they could also just be Luca. Well, but I guess thing. that's not mermaids, that's I, sea monsters. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever, right? Yeah. It's kind of the same deal. They have tails. You know? Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, I think that you're right, that definitely they would be pretty pretty melanistic um, given that they don't have anything defending them from the sun if they did have skin that was human-like. Right. However, I don't think that they would have skin that is human-like right. because of the nature of their environment, right? Mm-hmm. If they're some, if this race has stayed down there long enough to evolve and adapt to that environment, um, are we assuming also? I mean, they have uh, opposable thumbs. Yes, you know. I'm assuming mammals. I'm assuming opposable thumbs. Okay, I am sort of envisioning. You're really even going mammalian, huh? Oh yeah. Well, if they have breasts, I assume yeah. that they do. Yeah. I guess that's true. I mean, all more mermaid lore, but I think that's more about sexy water creature. Yeah. You know, we love a sexy water creature. Mm-hmm. Got, a, you know, some manatees up in that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. if it's, um, 
mammalian, then it has to breathe air. Right. So you're saying this whole time we've just been missing mermaids coming up, you know, <laughs> sucking up some air. I mean, the ocean's big. The ocean but is big. also there are people who would argue that we haven't been missing it. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. There are there are mermaid deniers. Mermaid truthers. Yeah, mermaid truthers. Um, the mer truth. And then that would be crazy. Mm. Um, and you know what happens if one of those fucking wackos is right about anything? Oh, like if mermaids or Bigfoot uh-huh. or aliens, any of it. We're done. Like <laughs> as soon as one of those groups gets lent any kind of credence because they were correct. The fucking the fucking <laughs> chains are off. Collapse. Yeah, yeah. Not every, because now everyone has a thing to be like, well, they were right. Why aren't I? Right. You know. Right. Where it's like, okay, well, you believed that mermaids were exist. Wow. Mermaids were exist. <laughs> they were. And they were, but you can't seem to believe that chupacabras are real. That yeah. hurts. Yeah, that's rough. Poor, you know, chupacabra <laughs> truthers <laughs> on Suicide Watch. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, okay, mammalian, probably not human skin. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so we find out about them. Are we going with the deep sea or are we going with the shallow? I want to go with shallow because mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's more interesting in a social context. Okay. Because if they are deep sea, then they're further removed from our civilization and probably would not be able to really communicate with them that well. Sure. Um, and we also are assuming they're higher intelligence because... Again, right. that's more interesting. Yeah, because if they're deep sea, there's no reason to be able to see down there because you can't produce light. You, so either they don't have eyes. Gross. Or, well, if they're mammalian and they're all the way down there, they mm-hmm. probably are using like echolocation or something. Ooh, yeah. So you have this eyeless, melaninless mermaid with these big, nasty grippers that is like <laughs> clicking at you, right? That is a horror movie, and oh, I'm surprised yeah. no one's made it. Uh, that that is not free. That is that is <laughs> patented. patented. Uh, we came up with that. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Um. So, for the sake of this, is not a horror thing that I want to go through. <laughs> okay. All right. I would like to discuss the shallow mermaids. Um, okay. Because I mean it. They're, I assume that they have their own language, so, and depending on, okay, so the phrase that they reveal themselves makes it seem intentional, like maybe yeah. something's going on, or they just want to start. I, I think this looks more like an event, right? That it is not like they come to the surface world and are like, here are our demands to be recognized by humanity, right? I think this is a shallow water fisherman is using a drift net or a seine net or something like that and drags one up and it results in like another one coming up and like spearing him through the chest. Yeah. Right. But then you have the dead mermaid in the net and now you have a dead fisherman with like a spear in him and then the other fisherman brings the whole thing back. Yeah. And now we have no choice but to acknowledge that these things exist and then something happens from this, right? right? Well, and it's so interesting because, you know, spear uh, immediately implies uh, like a a civilization. Yeah, tool use, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're talking at least because it was only a while back that um, scientists said that they believed that the greater apes had entered their Stone Age. I know. Planet of the Apes is real. Dude. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But so, again, tool use. Now, when we're talking Stone Age, 
that's a lot longer than I think a lot of people think it is. Absolutely. I mean, they're not wearing skins and making mm-hmm. making tools. It's more like right. I take this sharp rock and I can use it as a weapon or a you know mm-hmm. thing to do something with. Exactly, realizing, um, yeah. So we're talking like a late Stone Age. I have constructed a spear out of, I guess, bone or shell, shell or mm-hmm. something along those lines, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and I think that you know, these tools, these weapons, especially would develop along the lines of also being hydrodynamic. So I think you see lots of spears and things like that, as Mm -hmm. opposed to something like a sword, because there's no use to it. Right, yeah, because if you've ever tried to throw a punch in the water or just swing anything in the water, that just slows you down so much more that you want to do a jabbing situation. Right, Right. or Mm -hmm. I mean, even look at, you know, the marine life that does exist. I mean, something like a pistol shrimp or a mantis shrimp it's all quick little fast single direction motion exactly yeah and um now i think that regardless of where this these people these creatures surface Mm -hmm. it's a bad like it's not gonna go over well Well, i mean this is the same as so many of the podcasts that we've done where okay this happens what's the you know what's the logical conclusion and maybe it's just because of being the people that we are. But I think very similar to all of those things, yeah, it goes fucking badly, (laughs) you know? Especially if somebody dies. Right. Well, well, as soon as one person is even injured, let alone dead. Right. All the, you know, humanity, like we've talked about with the aliens before, it's like, oh, yeah, no, nuke them. Right. Like, put... Put the bomb in the water, mm-hmm. you know? Literally. And, and, and you know, there's something to say about fear and there's something to say about power. And I think... They oh, go, I'm never going in the fucking ocean again. Well, that too. I am not. Like... Because I'm already sketchy about the ocean. Let's put yeah, that out there. Like a minor thalassophobia type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think if there is an event um, that there is a quote-unquote diplomacy, like big air quote diplomacy that happens... But everyone's got a loaded gun while the diplomacy is happening. Oh, absolutely. And depending on how advanced they are. Like, I was thinking similar to our intelligence. Mm -hmm. Um... But if it's it's lesser than anything that comes off as a threat... You're fucking done. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, if you're with a troop of apes and you show a threat, they're gonna just murder you. Yeah, they'll just murder you for nothing. Yeah. Or even, let's go beyond that right let's go beyond like an ape right let's say that it's a similar like because there are uncontacted tribes that exist on the planet right Right. that there's that one island where they keep shooting down drones every time we go try to look (laughs) at them which on the one hand good for you man. yeah good for them keep shooting Mm -hmm. down those drones yeah i agree uh on the other hand um you know some of the amazonian tribes who are just so deep in there that they have either very rarely seen people or never seen people Right. right Um, if you go along those lines, I think similarly because, you know, we are so different or they are so different or whatever, that because there is so much fear involved that it lends itself to immediate violence just because Mm -hmm. different, right? And so different. Right. Well, and that's the thing is, is any sort of change people don't tend to like. And if you, exactly, if you are so different, I mean, and, and you know what, granted that's, that can be a conversation because if you see something Mm -hmm. you don't know what it is and you have any inclination that it's going to hurt you you're gonna fight or flight you know and that's that's just how it is and unfortunately we have the means to fight real fucking hard real fucking hard yeah yeah and um 
I mean, every mermaid movie ever is about right. Mm-hmm. About, uh, you know, capturing, studying science. Yeah, you know. Shape of Water, Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Splash. Splash. Mm-hmm. The entire H2O series. Right. Aquamarine. Uh, there's a lot of them. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of us that we were able to just list them off yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm into it. You are something of an uh, aficionado. That's true. <laughs> uh, a uh, fish. A fish. Ianado. Wow. We're fucking terrible. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, again, immediate violence. Is there anything mermaid specific that you think is different with mermaid as opposed to something land-based or anything like that like what is unique is it just the water that makes this unique because that we could just poison them for nothing right well, like they just we die. are yeah yeah they're <laughs> probably a little bit upset about all the oil and such but so we what i think makes it interesting is um territory okay. because there has been so much historically sticky stuff with international waters mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. deciding, you know, when... Yeah, if they live in international waters, fuck it. Just, you can stay there. That's fine. Right. But if they're, like, on somebody's shore, you know, there's going to be some weird control about the, the ocean and access to right. like the, the ocean. Right, like the surface and... of the water versus the subsurface versus mm-hmm. how deep can you go. Exactly. And... and then Scuba diving gonna, is going to get real weird. And there's going to be even more conversations about overfishing and that because that's literally their only food source. I'm assuming, and, yeah, they have tails, not legs. Yeah. Is there, so in the same way that scuba diving exists and it's like a way for us who breathe air to go down and study and look at stuff and everything else, what is the solution to let them come up here, right? Because I wouldn't want to be put in like a tank of water. And then right. dra- dragged around. But if you made like a tube. Or a vehicle. That I could. Yeah. Vehicle. Because again, if we're getting to the point like they are, they have the intelligence necessary to use a vehicle. But we have to get to the point to explain to them. Where I, as I'm thinking like just a big tube that is full of water that they can just swim through. Oh, like, like, a, like a highway or yeah, something like a water, on land. A water sidewalk. Oh. You know. That they can just come check it out if they see fit, right? I mean, I think that's construction of something like that would be a conversation mm-hmm. that happened after this, you know, whole debacle right, was settled. Right. But that's not something that immediately... Or, you know how some aquariums are on the... Literally on, on the, the ocean. ocean. Yeah, like Monterey Bay type yeah, stuff. Yeah, and like share walls with the ocean. Yeah. Like, it, maybe that would just open into like... A tank, you know, like they have yeah. a wall, but there's like a hole they can go through, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like a reverse aquarium where they come observe us. Dude, bet I'll be in. I'll be the exhibit of the reverse aquarium. Literally, me too. Yeah. So what is that's kind of interesting because in the reverse aquarium, are they like just here's a basketball match, like yeah, you know, I mean, or like here's an art class. Like, what do you put in there that is interesting? Because we look at fish in an aquarium or animals in a zoo, and it's just about seeing them. Right. But, you know, you want to have it be more of an experience of just not just seeing us, but here's what we do. Right. Here's our culture. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I think that you here's could play. You could like host different events. You could yeah. be like, here's a like cook, yeah. you know, and a restaurant essentially, or like here's a... Well, there's a lot of the food that we eat that j- they just will not have had access exactly. to. Like, what is a cow, you right. know? Right. Well, and you start to wonder about their diet too, because so many things are, are mainly 
like carnivorous or you know yeah because that's just there's not a whole lot of vegetation in the ocean besides well, I mean, super shallow uh, yeah because you could do like kelp forest stuff and there's tons of calories and, and nutrients in brown algae which is kelp right um so but it's but just besides not common that, yeah it's really not so otherwise you're looking at yeah a lot of piscivorous type stuff mm-hmm. um shellfish are probably going to be big on the menu right oh yeah well and they probably live in like the is it pelagic zone that's like the deep open it's just essentially open water so i think mainly they're gonna so they're they probably have some pointy fucking teeth yeah but also if they're mammals yeah changes how they you know yeah also what one thing i think is would be interesting about mermaids is like even if they look human I think a lot of their features will be, um, will just like mimic that look, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So like if they have hair that looks like hair, it's not going to feel like hair. No, it's going to be weird slimo garbage. Yeah. And their skin, like how earlier we were talking about, probably they would have scales, um, you know, or something like that. I was thinking more like dolphin skin because it looks like yeah it still has that kind of sheen of human skin Mm -hmm. um but then it's more of a rough kind of texture and you can tell that it's a lot thicker super thick yeah yeah Yeah. blubber which is going to be an interesting thing because dolphins don't have a lot of mobility outside of their spine and their tail right Mm -hmm. whereas if you start introducing joints like shoulders and elbows wrists things like that with that thick of skin like, I would imagine that their wrist probably doesn't move as well as ours does. Yeah. So it's a lot more of, like, there is a hand at the end of the forearm, and then it's all wrist and elbow. Ooh, that's so interesting. So just yeah. in the way that they move is going to be alien to some significant mm-hmm. degree. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Or even a shoulder is not going to have the same mobility. It's going to be lots of, like, mm-hmm. just swinging back and forth and maybe a little bit up. Right. And also, if they're mammalian descent, then their tails will be like they are in the movies. That's up and down because right. fish have side to side. Right. So I was thinking about that, too. But I think it would be up and down. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, sir. Would, do you have a race I mean, that you would at, like to discuss? Yeah, we can throw something out here. Um, I think we have to go land-based just for the sake of the conversation. Um, let's go mole people. <laughs> oh no so just up from the ground like it's some underminer yeah, yeah. so let's say it's a um you know there's a, a mining accident that occurs or something like that and let's you know we spun the mermaid to be a a negative interaction let's spin this to be a positive one so uh we're doing some super deep site mining like we're way way the fuck down there but where it's still people as opposed to just drilling and there is a, a collapse, but that collapse brings the miners into like a mole person's living room type thing, right? <laughs> like or like an amphitheater or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the mole people help them to get out, mm-hmm. right? I think that the initial reaction starts a lot better. But similarly, if you're talking about a lightless environment, first of all, people are going to be freaked out because these things are going to look nasty as shit. <laughs> so nasty. Um, I was just going to ask, so... We just learned about this in my mammalogy class. Mm-hmm. Um, do they have fur or not? I would argue yes, if for no other reason than some ingredient of like insulation. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a lot of being underground that is relatively warm, just mm-hmm. for the fact that if they are warm-blooded. And again, I think we would assume mammalian in this case, because yeah. otherwise you have to rely on sun temperature and stuff like that. So if they're purely 
underground. Fossorial. Fossorial. <laughs> then you have to have your own insulation. You probably have to produce your own heat. Um, the feeding habits are going to be, I think, very mole-like where it's um, insects, things like that. Yeah, insect But they can't be very big because there's not a lot of food underground to support that. So um, there are probably some um, subterranean caverns that are going to have maybe some horrible old species of fish in it right they're down there dining on cola camps and stuff like that at Gollum, exactly (laughs) um but again i think that because mobility is not an issue because you have no predator that you are squat right you are a relatively small being and then again because it's all your own insulation there is nothing to protect you you're probably pretty thick too. Yeah. So like the the quality that we described, uh, fossorials, what they're called underground animals, is tubular. So often that's yeah. why badgers yeah. and moles and stuff have that weird mm-hmm. cylindrical body because right. it's easier to. And another thing, loose skin because if you have to yeah, turn around, shimmy shimmy. Ew. Yeah. Small. Um, sometimes non-existent eyes and ears. Yep. At least outside ears because right, right. you don't want to get in the way. Yep. Um, and a lot of the times, you know, big claws and stuff to dig. Right. There is one species called the pocket gopher who has lips behind its teeth so that it can dig with its teeth. But not take anything in. Exactly. That's horrible. Isn't that disgusting? That's... And so you would think, you know, our lips close horizontal. It's closed vertical. Yeah. Isn't that no, horrible? I don't want it. <laughs> So, no, people, no. So maybe they help us, but everyone is going to be like, what is that? Yeah, because there's no version of a mole person that is going to be at all attractive. Oh, Where no. at least a mermaid, there's some level of like, yeah, that looks kind of like a person, yeah. you know, where yeah. more people are going to be these horrible little homunculus <laughs> just running around. Um, now, I think that in this case, similarly to the mermaid situation, uh, the mole people have not wanted to be found. Right. Right. That's the whole thing about being underground. Right. Is that they've stayed down there. Well, and I think that if their society were to develop as such, I mean, we do drilling and stuff like that. And there's probably some understanding of that. There's something up there, but drilling is not a gentle thing. Right. So there's probably some fear just from the fact of like, they are a violent race that live on the surface. Um, And again, if we're talking something that is, you know, getting towards end of stone age type intelligence. I mean, I feel like being the mole person is a lot harder deal than being the mermaid. You yeah. Know? And, and you're right. I like mermaids. There are chance encounters with people. I feel like a lot more mm-hmm. um, because water is see-through, yeah. you know, and, yes. and you can look and see that at least like bottoms of boats and stuff, legs mm-hmm. of swimming people, depending on where you are. Right. Mole people, though, may have never, ever seen a person before. Right. Well, and who's to say that they can even see us? Right. That, too. Right. That, too. I think, again, we go back to something like echolocation or um, some great ability of scent. Exactly. Yeah, you have a totally. mole type thing going yeah, on. Yeah. You. Yeah. No, this is not. An attra- <laughs> I'm telling you, the mer person can be still vaguely human yeah. and functional. And there are ways to justify that. The mole person is a horrible <laughs> oh, little yeah. freak. 
Well, and okay, so clothing could be of some benefit occasionally to more people. Probably not, but maybe yeah, in some situations. there's value. Or in terms of like a tribal structure or something, yeah. there's ceremony, right? Mole people? Absolutely not. Yeah, because why? Do, I can't see you. Why do I care? Yeah, and if you are tunneling, it's going to get caught on shit. Right. That's why you have the loose skin. Right. So there's... They're little naked mole people. I mean, <laughs> granted, they're probably, fur, you know, have some fur because really naked mole rats are a horrible exception. Yeah. You know, I mean, they are just so ugly, but they never get cancer. So there's some perks. Yeah. I, you know what? I would be forever naked if it meant that I didn't get cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. I, that's a that's a slick deal. <laughs> no that, shame. Oh, that the naked mole rats pull on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and they live like 25 years, which is really long compared to how big they are. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, so the other thing, too, is if, you know, the politics were to go awry with the mer people, they have some ability to just move. Right. right to just go fucking somewhere else or deeper or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that is a lot harder for the mole people because, yeah, you can go deeper, but you, because your source of food is going to have to be so specific, right, mm-hmm. um, You there's not a lot of place for you to go, right? Nope. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, depending on the situation, the closest they've gotten to the surface is only enough to get it like root vegetables, which is pretty fucking close, but right. you don't necessarily have to interact with people to do that, right? Exactly. Um There are only so many places, like especially if they're discovered on the North American continent, there are only so many places that are viable to find, you know, swaths of root vegetable enough to feed a society. Right. So insects and as what like the ground obviously gets tougher, harder as you go down. So they can physically only go down so deep, but probably wouldn't even want to because like you're saying, their food source being Mm -hmm. uh, roots insects that sort of thing aren't going to be found that deep because there's no benefit to going that deep most of the time so um and like i don't really know how climates affect underground like if they go too far north the permafrost i mean there's the permafrost and then just for the fact that it is cold the ground is harder right right? oh yeah, Uh, yeah whereas if they go too warm of a climate you start getting very loamy soils things like this it's probably not very good for building infrastructure right it won't hold up as well like sand if you you can't it's really difficult to dig like there's no mole people here because desert yeah yeah it's gonna be in the midwest which is not where you want to be as a mole person because you will be hunted (laughs) yeah they will (laughs) i'm not gonna say you wouldn't be hunted anywhere but the midwest will hunt you it will be assured (laughs) not just i thought you were gonna say you will be turned into a shirt. And I was like, yeah, it's probably true as well. Mall people shirt. Yeah. Mall exactly. people shirt. I mean, loose skin, right? Like, yeah. you, even though they're little, you just pull them off. That's a size large, you know? Ugh, yeah. Yuck. It's not great. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's comfortable, but it'd mm-hmm. keep you warm. Mm-hmm. Good for <laughs> good for tunneling. <laughs> I know for sure this good shirt's good for tunneling. You know why? Mole person. Mole person. Genuine <laughs> mole person. <laughs> oh, my God. So basically the conclusion is humans suck and will kill you. Welcome to this week's installation of humans are bad. <laughs> yeah. Ba- yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Mm. I mean, there's no... I even said before we got into today's topic, it, you know, I don't want to be a part of this society. How do you call it a society? Yeah. And here we end in the same place. <laughs> I'm just saying that my point of view has been lent much credence because of mole people. <laughs> yes. You know, I never thought that I would care for mole people, and here we are. 
I I want I care for their existence. I I want them to be able to have an existence. I don't want to be part of that existence. Oh no, no, I agree. Or and at least and you know what? I don't think like, we should. There's no, I agree. Like, so do you think then there is this contact? Do we try to go back to a situation in which there is as much limited contact as possible? I think it, it's in or everyone's we, best interest. Do we interest. raise them up? No, we God. meet them old people and like, here's how to build a furnace. You know, right. <laughs> like, well, they're just not adapted to that. What what use would they have of certain things that we have? It invented for our own specific you're human tell me advantage. A, a mole person doesn't want like a space heater. <laughs> They'll probably cook I mean, them. That's probably not a bad. You right. Know, that's not right. a good thing. You know, they probably would like Here's some a, stuff a for cooler sure. Cooler to put your potatoes in. I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like, they Yo, probably don't show cook. a homie how to cook. Yeah. Right. You think that insect's good now? Put some garlic salt on that. Right. Bitch. Right. Right. Well, like, garlic's a bulb. They might have had garlic. Probably had garlic. Yeah. A little yeah, seasoning. Yeah. Um, yeah, there'd probably be some advantages, but I think it's more advantageous to interact with the mermaids because we could earn a lot more from learning how to navigate the sea than underground. That, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Big corpo underground is not as important in the sea. Yeah. Um, I also think that there's a lot of like ecological benefit to having a race of people that can breathe underwater. Absolutely. We're like, yo, you want to be the best game warden? Li- yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's like, what I was gonna say. Is like stick it in that guy's, you know, propellers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like poaching whales. <clears throat> you're done. The water police are in the water. <laughs> the water police are in the water. <laughs> you know. We gave the mermaids firearms <laughs> on this season of fucking whale wars. Also, I would like to know if megalodon still exists. I don't want that information. Some people, no, some people no. think it's true. I know. Did you know I, that? I do. You know, and in the same way that the Bigfoot and the Loch Ness monster and everything else, if megalodons exist, I don't want to know. Yeah, I'm already uncomfortable with uh, orcas and and sperm oh, whales. Well, yeah, well, sperm whales at least are not going to eat you. Well, watch Pinocchio. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, good point. Good point. Yeah. But like, an orca might just decide that your food. And there is nothing to be done. Mm-hmm. Like, it will th- throw you in the air, do a kickflip on your corpse, <laughs> and then swallow you whole. Fucking sick, bro. Yeah. Sick moves. Yeah, I've had a lot of nightmares about him, so. About orcas, specifically? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I don't get it, but, like, that's a pretty specific nightmare. Yeah. Like, and I'm always swimming towards the shore, and I have to get there, and it's following me. Yeah. Bad deal, so. Yeah, that's the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, any situation that you are placed in any type of peril that you have no control over, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, and that sounds like a dumb thing to say out loud, but I feel like there's a lot of peril in which you have some level of control. Yeah. Yeah. But we've uh, entirely diverted off of the topic here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, mermaids, I think, is going to be more of a potential benefit to both parties. Uh, mole people, we might be able to benefit them some. They probably will offer no benefit to us and will subsequently be probably hunted to extinction. Mm-hmm. But put in zoos, probably. Mermaids, mm-hmm. potentially, depending on how that goes. And again, the level of intelligence, because we already, people zoos were a thing that existed. Right, which is foul. Yeah, but I'm not going to say that there wouldn't be a, a section of the population that's like, oh yeah, just put it in a fucking Oh, absolutely. Dude. No, yeah. A, a lot of people. Too many people, probably. Too but. many people. So, yeah. Cool. Well. Yeah? Feel, yeah. Feeling confident? Feeling, feeling good about that. Yeah. 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 I think we made the correct calls, but 
biased, but you know. Well, and if you ever have anything that you feel that we didn't make the correct call or would like to write in to tell us about your thoughts on mermaids and mole people, <laughs> uh, which is alliterative, and I like that we did that accidentally. Yes, me too. You can send an email into hypotheticalsiblings at gmail.com. Once again, that's hypothetical, H-Y-P-O-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L, siblings, at gmail.com. Thanks for coming, everybody. We appreciate you being here. and uh, Have a good week. Yeah, we'll see you next week, folks. See you next Monday. Monday.